Hello, everyone, and welcome to an untitled marine science podcast with me as one of your hosts, Dr. Yanis Kissin of Geekoscopy Media. And, and uh, myself, Dr. Nelson Miranda of Argonaut Science. Did you yes. say untitled? Yes, it is untitled because we don't have a title for it yet. Hold on, did you say no? Are you confused? Is it untitled or and untied? Oh, untied. Untitled. Wow, you started the puns already. <laughs> yes, that's the whole point of this podcast: marine science puns. We should have like a pun counter in, in like the side, like in the make it. Yes, sign let's, right let's execute a pun counter right now. Magic. Ding. Uh, yeah, so the the point of this episode is actually to figure out a name. This is our what's in a name episode. Because we have a few ideas. Some of them we had to pre-scrap because somebody else also had those ideas. Um, I don't know whether it's great minds thinking alike or us just being too slow. But on that point, like we are planning this uh, podcast because we are trying to align with the new marine science curriculum here in South Africa from grades for grades 10 to 12. And I mean, I skimmed over that curriculum and it's basically like my undergrad, at least like first and second year. And so it's uh, one of those things where it's going to be like a bit nostalgic, but we're also going to um, recap some of the things we've might have forgotten and also hopefully put things in a way that's more palatable than a lecture or a classroom lesson. What are your thoughts about that, Nelson? Yeah, absolutely. And I think grades are confusing. So what is a grade 10? Was it 10 to 12? <laughs> what would that yes. be for the international community? That's that's usually uh, schooling and it's usually young people. But did you know that a lot of adults actually are taking this uh, marine science curriculum because it is hosted by the Two Oceans Aquarium? in Cape Town, yeah, where so I they am. Des they designed, <laughs> <laughs> which is nice because you get to like walk over to those guys and be like, hey, what's this? This is nonsense. Oh, this is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> or this is really cool, you know? Yeah. I certainly have approached them and said, what can we humble, you know, professionals in the science field do to help? So we're going to hopefully find out. We'll find out and we'll attempt to. And yeah, we both have our fair share of doing actual marine science from publishing scientists. Um, and yeah, it's kind of our, our day job to fiddle around with a lot of wet and salty things and generate some data and scientific publications out of them. Um, so yeah, we were thinking of having kind of two parts to this where we discuss topics that are interesting, topics that we think need to be discussed in a, in a public forum because they're either being suppressed to some degree or just not covered by mainstream media, which is understandable because you can't talk about everything in the news. Um, but we feel that some things need to be spoken about, some things need to be taught in a different way just discussed in a candid conversation which is difficult to do with the kind of 
negative teaching way, and I don't mean negative as, as in a negative, it's a negative way of teaching, but in science communication, there's like different models that there are to teaching like scientific concepts. And the one that we like to deal with is the positive one where it's a discussion with everyone, whereas a negative type of science communication is just a one-way like lecture. So we're trying to combat that by having just discussions amongst your peers and see what our perceptions are um, versus like what's in the literature versus somebody else who has a different perspective on things. Absolutely. And we want to incorporate, of course, the scientific method into the structure of how we do things. So you might hear a lot of observations and perceptions from our side, and then we may come up with, you know, our view of how things are, which we normally call hypotheses. And then you might hear from us later as we test these hypotheses and we find out more information and we educate ourselves and in the process of educating ourselves, we hope that we'll also be contributing to general education. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And yeah, in a, in a humble way, we're not science communication experts. Um, we're just a couple of guys in the field. We're going to be chatting in a hopefully educational way. Um, so yeah, we're going to be talking about interesting topics and also whatever interesting things that might happen in the news that might we might have to tackle whether it's something like an oil spill or some kind of legislation being passed or some kind of change to the curriculum so yeah we'll try anything, and keep it trendy anything that is uh, trendy <laughs> or sub trendy who, who knows we may create we may create some trends or we may incite some trends um, but really something related to uh, marine uh, and coastal and aquatic sciences um, and probably focused around southern Africa. You know, it's a, it's a big world and uh, we can't just uh, talk about uh, southern Africa in a vacuum. So I think there is a lot no. to connect between, you know, African science and uh, the science and the rest of the world. And looking at, you know, world trends will also be a thing that we might have to consider. We will have to. I mean, things like climate change and global change are climatic and global and you can't just uh, can't reserve escape. them to can't reserve them to a certain region or area and there's always things that happen in certain regions that are kind of they happen in the same way in other places because there are similar things going on um, so yeah it's it's going to be inescapable to not talk about um, things that are happening around the world but it's going to be in a local context to South Africa because that's just the place that we studied, the systems that we study, um, the areas that we live in. <laughs> that's um, right. Yeah, so. And I mean, you are yeah. a, a South African born and bred uh, scientist. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I think your ancestry goes back many generations uh, in South Africa. It's two generations <laughs> like, um, my great grandparents were immigrants so okay. it's 
I'm a third generation South African. Well, I'm a, I'm a first generation then. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm the immigrant. I'm a, 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 the prequel. I'm the prequel. <laughs> yeah, you, you are the prequel. <laughs> I'm the point zero. Uh, uh, you know, yeah. version because I, I myself am, am an immigrant and I, I have done all of my uh, relevant schooling and training in South Africa, and uh, and I'm married here, and uh, I'm now incorporated into the indigenous populations <laughs> <laughs> on a permanent basis. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which is funny because there's definitely gonna some themes of our specialities will probably emerge. We can't escape that either. So I'm an invasion uh, ecologist. Um, which is funny because you know it's uh, there's a parallel. Am I am I an alien species? <laughs> well, I am I am a legal alien, not not like yeah. that song illegal alien <laughs> i'm a legal alien you're not an englishman in new york i'm not an you're englishman in new york i'm a portuguese, portuguese man cape in cape town in the cape i'm not the first one uh because the first portuguese guys that arrived in the cape put down a little pole and said yep this is this is ours now <laughs> yep yep there is yeah. that there is I just, that. I just thought about something funny. It's like one of like South Africa's big like cultural exports is actually like Nando's, which is like <laughs> a Portuguese thing. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Because yeah. it's actually a South African thing. Because if you try to export Nando's to Portugal, they'll look at it and they'll say, um, excuse me, but this is not Portuguese, but, you know. <laughs> I mean, it looks Portuguese, and maybe it's Portuguese inspired. Um, but there's a, you know, there's a whole, uh, you know, very complex mesh of Portuguese cultures, of which I am not an expert. <laughs> I know, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a, I'm definitely more South Africanized uh, than anything else, and. Um, and uh, yeah, what should we call it? The immigrant, the immigrant podcast. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. We we, you know, we, have, we we have a list of potential things. That yeah, will... because you see, we are scientists, so of course we have to call it by the most boring and monotonous and obvious name possible, because yeah. that's the way scientists yeah. name things. Yeah. Yeah. So by that logic, it's just the Marine Science in South Africa podcast. Yeah. Now it needs to be a long one. <laughs> it needs to be a long name. Even longer than that. It needs to be a long name and then we'll abbreviate it. Yeah. It's the Marine Science in South Africa by an Indian and a Portuguese dude podcast. <laughs> yeah. What's the acronym for that? <laughs> I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> That's not going to work for me at all. But um, we do have a. Luckily, we we did prepare some sort of list. So let's let's go through the list, shall we? Yeah. yeah. Um, my initial thinking is because like I had like one brainstorming session, and then I had one like just before we started. So the initial one was thinking about okay, we're going to be discussing everything like from like everywhere where water is like salty right so it's not just like in the ocean because the salt does penetrate inland 
And I, by training, is mostly as well as you, like our estuarine ecologists. We don't. A lot of our work is not out at sea or like in fresh water. It's like in that in between place. So, one of the words that came kept coming up is high water because that is kind of where the tide of of the the ocean tides kind of extend to its maximum. So that's like the high water mark. Mm. So one of my favorite ones was like the South African High Waters podcast because it kind of encompasses yeah. everything up until that high water mark. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I quite like that as well, and because there's a there's also an element of you know of a trend, you know, a big trend that goes beyond what we immediately see, you know. So the tides are something that. No, they wait for no one. But uh, when you arrive at the place, you won't be immediately aware of the tide until it's too late. So there's this gradual change that sometimes may catch you by surprise, and you never know what the tide may bring, isn't it? So there's an interesting, uh, you know, parallel yeah. with that and what we're what we will be covering in future. <laughs> for sure, and it's sort of like. The more fun version of that would be like high water tidings with a, with a, with a pun in it, because yeah. if you don't know ye old English and old people like us, <laughs> the word yeah. tidings means like news. Yeah, um, and that's interesting so, because uh, obviously this is going to be an English-speaking podcast, um, but you know that's not the only language in South Africa, and it's certainly not my first language. So you know, we are also aware that there are challenges with languages, which are definitely an issue uh, in the country. Mm. We may also cover For that sure. a bit. For sure. Yeah, I mean, but, we did uh, think about having, you know, like having like replacing South Africa with like Mzansi, and mm. with instead of the ZI at the end, like a C, so Mzansi. Unfortunately, that is already taken. So yes, that had to be crossed out. Yes, it's trademarked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's probably not trademarked, but we don't want to step on anyone else's copyright ID, even if they didn't like trademark it. Absolutely. Uh, so it's it's one of those things where it was like unfortunate because that's really clever. <laughs> And yeah, that's Nelson's idea. Uh, uh, but in that vein, it's like okay, it's, it, there was a chance that somebody else would have thought about it and took it by now as well. Yeah, it's convergent evolution, you know. It's uh, you know the minds uh, get better and better, ideas get better and better, technology gets better and better, and then eventually we start converging. You know, everything starts getting to be quite good and kind of looking a little bit the same and sounding a little bit the same. <laughs> yeah. I mean that, that sounds a little sad. It sounds like our future is going to be really boring. Everything's going to be the same. There, there are ideas about that, but actually, the more things uh, change, the more they stay the same. That that's that's mm. more to do with what's happening. Because if you look very carefully, you'll see that there are many differences, and I'm sure that whatever we are addressing is not going to be the same as what uh, our colleagues doing. Uh, you know, using the different names might be addressing and it's always good to look at different points of view and listen to different uh, people 
because you can learn a lot from every single person. Yeah, for sure. And speaking about thinking, looking at different perspectives, like I also had a look at what other marine science podcasts are out there. And, um, I have I've started many other podcasts as well, and I've had a, a couple of guys who have podcasts in marine science, and one of them runs a, a podcast called the Marine Science Happy Hour. Yeah. Um, so our version of that, Nelson said, would be Marine yeah. Shabin. Marine Shabin, you know, and we had a good laugh about that. Um. <laughs> it is funny. I give you that. Whether it makes sense or whether it's something we want to be like teaching children. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because our um, viewers, we need to keep it family friendly. Let it be clear. <laughs> yeah. And our viewers uh, will range in age probably quite a lot. Um, so we want to maybe not be um, advocating for uh, alcoholism. I think we want to, we can yeah. talk about it, but certainly we don't want to be advocating. And uh, in fact, there's also cultural sensitivities that we must be aware of. Um, there's, uh, you know, there's religious, uh, you know, sensitivities as well. So we, we want to be quite respectful and family friendly. So I, I, I think we won't be going with the Shabin uh, angle. No. No, that one is vetoed almost immediately, but it was, it was just a funny thing to bring up. It was a fun thing to, because they will play on words and it has, it ticks a lot of boxes. It really does. Um, yeah. But uh, unfortunately, family, family, one. Fam family friendliness is not one of the boxes. <laughs> and of course we, you know, you also want to like include something that's, part of like your expertise so like for me that's 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 fish and the south african national fish is the halyun um, which is a local word for galleon which is a type of of ship that used to come around the coast during the the times of colonization in south africa the, the ancient um, times of colonization not to yeah. be confused with the current times of neo-colonization okay. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i thought of Khalyun Khalia, a galleon so it's like like it's like eureka found it it's like galleon galleon uh -huh. one part is also a fish um, but uh but the the um why is the national fish uh, called something that has such deep colonial roots? Is there not an alternative name for it? I mean, Nelson, when you think about South Africa's history, like a lot of things have been named from colonial stuff. And yeah. I mean, we are in the process now of like renaming things. It's just like the people in power who were giving things names. Because it kind of kind of mattered more to them than, than the local people at the time it's not like that now um yeah so it's the the is named because it apparently looks like a galleon um so that's why it's named that way um yeah but we can't we can't um we can't call it a scientific name because if we if we use scientific names in our uh podcast then we're running into all sorts of trouble no, uh, it's, no. it's Latin names, 
it's, yeah, it's, it's people even... the taxonomists are gonna get upset with us <laughs> no, it's gonna sure. be confusion more confusion than taxonomy there already is enough <laughs> yeah yeah for sure and also like it's not even something that's kind of like common knowledge it's it's one of those mm. things like even like you didn't didn't know that off like the top of your head because it's not that's something right. that you engage with um so it's it's I don't think it's well known enough to make sense as a title for the podcast. Like, mm. if you come up like on your podcast feed on Anchor or Spotify, and you like see Halyun Galleon, like, like what do you even think? As just like you, a you'll be confused. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is this is a podcast about boats, like from the 1500s. Like, it, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. You're gonna attract uh, the you know a crowd of historians. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do have some like historian and archaeologist friends, and I would like for them to listen to the podcast. But like, it shouldn't only be them, though. Um, it's it's a bit broader than that. Yeah, so. and I think I even thought that it would be nice to have some uh, feedback from this. Um, you know, this is this is like the pre. This is this is not really the pilot. It's the no. What do we call this? It's the, it's the prequel, the pre-sequel. The prequel. <laughs> the pre-prequel. So I thought it would be nice to send it to a few people and get their suggestions as well uh, for names mm. based on what based on what they saw and uh, keeping in mind that it needs to kind of make sense in some way mm. uh, when yeah. when you read it. And then. Um, after that, I just thought about things that just like seemed like what's the word like mainstream, uh, like deep marine South Africa or like sea insiders South Africa, um, which is is cool. But I mean, I'd, I'd like something more creative than that. Um, mm. I would like something more fun to say and more memorable than something that would like appear on like buzzfeed or wired or something like that you know mm. right um, and that's that's the tough thing isn't it because it's such a wide topic in general and every specialist uh, once you become a specialist within this wide topic of marine science you just feel that you are a generous generalist still within your specialized field <laughs> And uh, and then on top of that, everything is connected. So you you know you can't work in a vacuum. You have to sort of do interdisciplinary work anyway, in one way or another, or at least collaborate yeah. interdisciplinary with different disciplines. You know. Um, hmm. So what do you even call that? The you know it's um, <laughs> the many armed podcast the octopus <laughs> podcast i don't know yeah. yeah speaking of that when i thought about this morning i was like maybe we should just name it like the argonaut science podcast like um, yeah i, it's I two, mean it's two brands but argonaut science kind of encapsulates a lot of it mm. um and my brand is is more to do with psychom than marine right. science. This is a marine science podcast. So that's like your brand encapsulates that better. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the Argonaut is, which is this um, 
Let me see. Right here. This is the little creature, right? And maybe by the magic of editing, you can pop it. <laughs> and uh, you can see it's. When you look at it at first glance, you think, oh, it's some sort of snail because there is a shell. And, um, well, it is a mollusk uh, and it has many arms, but it is also an octopus. So it's an octopus with a shell, a very fragile shell. And um, in terms of gender, it's the female that is the largest and holds this shell. It's the most beautiful. So, you know, sort of good for the feminist power um, <laughs> and uh, it's it is an octopus and you, if you count the I always say this to people count see you can count the little uh, arms of the octopus and there should be eight because that's what octopus means so that's one two Ten. three four five six oh my god did we, <laughs> oh dear. Did we make a mistake with our branding <laughs> Oh man, rebrand everything, everything is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Just no. Fire your Actually, marketing no. team. Like. <laughs> fire everyone, I have to fire myself as well. Yeah, um, the whole marketing team. <laughs> no, there's actually the, the two extra arms that are actually holding the little shell, which is like a cap, which is very cute. Uh, and those two arms are also involved in maintaining this very... Um, very fragile shell, and I, I am a malacologist, which is someone who studies mollusks, so I have to say that if you study mollusks, you do appreciate um, the interconnectivity of the world, because if you think about trying to understand the world through understanding some sort of animal, mollusks are actually, uh, you can't really beat them uh, very easily because uh, if you want to uh, do some, some sort of a look into the ancient world, you know, into fossils, then guess what? You might be looking at ammonites and you might be looking at a fossilized what? Mollusks of some sort. Uh, if you want to look into the future and predict what the climate uh, is going to do, how the planet might change, then look no further than even the humble argonaut because shell making you know organisms the shell you see uh, is made of calcium carbonate usually and uh, it, if you understand the structure and the chemical composition of this shell it gives you an immediate insight into the conditions under which this shell was made right uh, and then you'll be able to predict, oh, are things changing in the short term? And then you extrapolate and you predict how things might change in the future. And you can go into the deep future by looking at the deep past and you can understand evolution and you can understand adaptation of such a, such a deceivingly fragile organism and sometimes such an invisible. Mollusks are very diverse. There are many different kinds, countless almost and uh, invisible sometimes, very small, and uh, they manage, even though they have that very, very obvious vulnerability, you know, with the soft body, <laughs> you know, some, of, some have lost the shells even, and they seem very vulnerable, but yet they manage to populate every environment conceivable on the planet. And, uh, you know, 
this is this is why we look into Argonaut as a, as a, you know as a brand, and uh, you know the idea of, is this almost sinister idea you know the soft body, the squishy uh, tentacles, and you know having a tentacle everywhere. You know, there's also yeah. a little bit of that, which is fun, I think. Um, I think in in the, in the media now, there's there's a, a lot of uh, trying to understand the villainy, isn't it? Um, <laughs> the Cthulhu aspect. <laughs> there's definitely the Cthulhu aspect. I mean, it, it has inspired, you know, our, you know, uh, expanding our minds into uh, the unknown and sometimes a whole horror genre <laughs> genre comes out, comes out of that um, and uh, there's also I'm also thinking of Spectre you know from uh, the James Bond uh, you know oh, world yeah. you know that's also an octopus and they seem to be everywhere uh, the Marvel Universe is, has to be mentioned as well because you know <laughs> there's Hydra <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think we're going to be quite so evil and insidious and calling ourselves, no, you no, know, no, no, we should something like Hydra. We should stop there. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like when you when you see the, when you think of the word Hydra, you think more of a, a Nidarian than you do a, a mollusk. Yes, which is quite so, different from a mollusk. Yes. Well, it could be that the Simulane body plan is a very different type of of animal. But I'm also a big fan of mollusks. I have a little abalone shell here that I like to keep ah. with me. And I'm a, I'm a huge fan of, of cephalopods, I think. I always want to be a um, an animal behavior specialist, an ethologist. Never mm. quite got the got the opportunity to do that. Um, I do do I do do some like behavioral stuff with fish, but like for me, cephalopod behavior is like the height of marine yes. animal behavior. Like Absolutely. that, and probably like that, like probably on par with like whales. Um, mm. It's just they have such interesting like neural pathways and behaviors and. It does seem very alien, but that's just because they have evolved so uniquely compared to a lot of other things. Um, that's it. And I mean, there. if you look at an octopus, uh, you know, the more we study them, the more we think, oh, this is certainly an alien, but it's not actually. <laughs> at <laughs> least not, not in the alien invasion uh, context either. <laughs> Let's not go there. But, you know, it's just foreign to us. You know, we're learning a lot about uh, the study of the brain and the neurons and certainly uh, mollusks are models for our understanding of everything including behavior you know if you want to uh, delve into behavioral studies uh, mollusks uh, uh, gastropods uh, which are snails um, that's definitely a way to go you can start very early and doing uh, you know getting involved in experiments that um, that really cement what we know about um, behavioral science. You know, they are <laughs> very good organisms to work with, and this is why a lot of good science, um, you know, a lot of hard work and a lot of expansion of our understanding of how the world works is based on um, 
on mollusks, the humble, the humble snail. <laughs> <laughs> the humble snail. Yeah, I think that's enough for a, our mollusk fanboy corner. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so so other things that potentially like encompass like South African Earth things would be like um, a Three Oceans podcast because South Africa does have its its foot and ex- exclusive economic zones in Three Oceans, which is which is really cool. Um, Although I'm I'm not queued up on the Southern Ocean, so it's it's that's a a, a point of non expertise for me. Uh, but it does encompass, I think, South African marine science um, a bit. Um, other than that, if you want to go like super super academic, uh, uh, Aquatica Africana, it sounds like a journal. Yeah. It does uh, sound like a journal. Which is, I think, too much. It's too highbrow. Um, so I left kind of like the best for last. I just thought of this one just before the podcast. And it's like okay. super, super <laughs> simple, really, I think, memorable, really funny to say, and should encompass everything we talk about. Just wet and salty science. Wet and salty science. You know, I I I was I was expecting this actually because here it is. We're scientists, so what are we going to call something about the ocean? We're going to say wet. <laughs> we're going to say salty, and we're going to say science. There you go. What can you do? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's simple. It's, it it is simple. So I thought of it like five minutes before the podcast started, and I was I like, like let's just like break it down to what it's going to be about. And it's going to be about those three things. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's where that's where I am right now with salty sides. Um, where are you at, Nelson? Yeah, I quite like the the high water tiding. High water yeah, tiding. That's also pretty good, yeah. Yeah, those are pretty good, but um, but they, it is a little bit of a tongue twister, isn't it? High water yeah. tidings, and it's. Whereas the your suggestion is quite straightforward and I think fairly catchy, I wonder if we uh, don't think maybe we should include um, an area like maybe South Africa somewhere in the name, um, so mm. that it also is catchy, so that you have a context. Because isn't it that the, the a good journalist always says all the W's and the H's, isn't it? <laughs> don't use in the H's. You know, yes, the, the, how, when, where's that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, if you can incorporate as much of that into the name, uh, you yeah. know, whilst keeping it fairly short um, and fun, I think we will have yeah. a winner. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's 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 already a few words though, so incorporating self kind of it's going to be difficult. Unless we just put like an SA at the end, which most brands do. Yeah. Um, oh, we just go wet and salty South African signs. Yeah, um, I think which... maybe SA is the way to go because um, I, I kind of like the three words and then SA is, is sort of like, oh, I wonder, should we say SA or ZA? I don't know if... Uh... Oh, yeah, 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 that's a, that's a good point. That's a, that's a very good point because it is ZA, yeah. 
Essay is South America. Yeah. Um, I mean, RSA also means South Africa specifically, but ZA works. Um, and yeah. then, yeah, if we do bold the brand enough, we're going to, you know, get a website and it's going to be a .co.za website. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So wet then we can keep science. it. Yeah. Wet and salty Zeta. science. We've solved it. <laughs> We've solved it. <laughs> That's the type of science that we do. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, high water tidings also is 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 a good one, but I think it's just a little too highbrow. Like it's just a bit. Yes, it's hard to remember no. sometimes. Um, you know, uh, wet and also translatable. Like it can translate. Uh, you know wet and salty science into any language and it will work mm, so that's, that's something to consider you know and we could yeah. even sort of um I'm, I'm visualizing the brand and changing those words and letting them sort of uh, uh vary you know across the languages until they land on the wet salty science you know and if we cycle them through the many South African languages, <laughs> then um, that, that'd be quite an interesting, um, you know, visual as the introduction yeah. to the to the podcast, yeah. because we do want to put it on YouTube, isn't it? Yes, yes. So we will be recording video like we are doing right now. You might be seeing the video of this. Um, so it's going to be on podcast platforms like Anchor, Spotify, iTunes and stuff like that. But it will also be on YouTube. And we are planning on creating like kind of like little like blurbs and lessons that we want to add visual media to since it's a visual platform as well. So a lot of grand plans in the future. And yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. And we've already been um, getting a nice workflow, uh, meeting every week, and it's been extremely enjoyable uh, to to work with you. And I'm really looking forward. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. It's yeah, there's gonna be a good rapport because Nelson and I are good friends. <laughs> we've known each other for a long time, so that's true. It's, uh, we we got that that mark ticked off. Uh, now it's now we're gonna figure out the the technicalities and uh, actually getting our work in and recording and yeah. planning everything right. out and uh, and uh, uh, and I'm also yeah I'm also looking forward to you know uh, relevant topics but also a little bit of fun because uh, we can cover news uh, the what's the latest. Uh, and we can cover some, uh, you know, topics of interest that are related to the latest news. We certainly want to talk about careers in science and what is happening and how things are developing. But we also want to get a little bit geeky, if I may. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, and maybe discuss a few interesting uh, scientific papers or scientific literature in, from a different perspective, perhaps. Because we, we, we might mix, you know, sort of geek culture and science. Oh, you're looking around already for... <laughs> you got so, you got so many things to draw. Yeah, you, can, you, can, you got so many things to draw from. 
And uh, I think that will be a lot of fun to do. I can't pick out something right now, but I'm sure <laughs> I have a, quite a bit of stuff. And then, uh, and then, of course, we also want to bring in uh, guests uh, and, yeah. uh, at some stage. And uh, we're talking about uh, scientists, we're talking about citizen scientists, we're talking about just people that are in the marine environment, in the coastal environment, people who are getting wet and salty. <laughs> <laughs> salty in multiple ways. <laughs> yeah, probably in multiple ways. And um, But I think we're going to retain a little bit of the tide because I quite like the idea of having a look at what the tide dragged in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's look at what the tide dragged in this week, for sure, definitely. No, we'll help, we'll, over time we'll create like segments and stuff that we can name differently. Yeah, um, and we yeah. have to keep those segments short, I know, uh, for the, you know, I think the content consumption rate, you know, it, it's, it's, if, if in 10 seconds it doesn't grab you, then then oh, please, please, please don't stop this video. If you stayed with us, you're <laughs> yeah. a champion. You've been but we might break it down. We're going to be aiming for maximum 30 minute videos. And that's like at, at the top end of discussions. Explainer mm. videos, like probably less than, far less than 10 minutes. And yeah, if we're interviewing people that I don't think we necessarily put a cap on, but it's going to be like 30 minutes to an hour, depending on what we want to cover and how how much detail we need to go into. Because some things need to go into detail. Uh, because some, like, especially when you think about like mainstream media and like the interviews that they have over there that last like two minutes, and you can't really cover what needs to be covered for your yeah. understanding of a certain That's topic, right. um, especially if it's something that impacts you on a significant scale, but it's not given enough attention. Yeah, so, and yeah. if it's and if it's something that really you want to talk about, we are open for anyone to come on. I think. Yeah. Isn't it? Because we are supposed yeah. we're supposed to, and we are trying to build an inclusive environment where you generally don't feel that there's a big divide between someone who is a senior scientist and someone who has just started out in high school. You know, we should be able to have a conversation and be at the same level because we are first and foremost, we are just people. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's a, that's a good place to 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 end it. It's been 40 minutes. We've been thinking of a name <laughs> for this slogan. Yeah. I think we brought it down to two, although I'm pretty salt on wet and salty to me, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, me too. But uh, you know, let's see what our uh, focus group uh, has to say. And uh, we'll yeah, take it from there. Yeah, for sure. Then maybe we do like a second recording where we like, okay, now that we have the name, let's get a tagline. Let's maybe think of like names for segments. And yeah, so... We'll get another second session zero, yeah. zero point two maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's a fun chat. 
Absolutely. And uh, I think I'm going to look forward to every week having this chat with you because it, it actually does help to contextualize, put things into focus. Um, it, I think it will help us all to sort of work a little bit uh, more cooperatively, you know, and uh, have at least a better idea. Oh, okay, there's other people out there also working and it's people that we can approach. Yeah, for sure. So if anyone wants to find out where, where they can uh, get a hold of Argonaut Science and its work, where can they do that? Well, they, probably the easiest way is on the internet. You know, if you, if you look for Argonaut Science on the internet, not Astronaut Science, because then you'll find different sort of things. <laughs> Uh, then you should be able to find us there. We are on Instagram as well, and uh, we we also we you might bump into us if you uh, are traveling uh, along the coast uh, somewhere in South Africa. Definitely check out Argonaut Science, and of course you can find my stuff at geekoscopy.com. Um, if you're an audio-only listener, I traced my finger across my cap because it's written on my cap. Uh, but if you're audio-only, it's geekoscopy, like microscopy.com. And you'll find all of my stuff there or any social media slash geekoscopy, unless it's like Yahoo or MSN. Uh, I'm, I ain't on those platforms because they're dead. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Cheers.